Hello, and welcome to another episode of These Little Moments Podcast. I'm your host, your online health and wellness coach, Ryan Kassam. And in this episode, I have the pleasure of interviewing the two hosts of the Cut the Crap Podcast, Matt Vanderlaar and Beth Farocco. In this podcast, we get into the nitty gritty. We answer basically your Q&A questions that you asked me on my Instagram at Fitness. We answered how often should I exercise? Um, do I need to warm up before my workouts? You know, do I need to eat breakfast? Um, how much water do I need? We answer all of these questions um, in our own fashion, of course, in this podcast. So make sure you tune in, give it a listen, and we'll see you in there. Oh, here we go. Welcome. Welcome. Hello. My we- my Zoom decided to freaking like um upgrade while oh. I'm you know, does it ever do that to you when you when Oh you- the oh, yeah. the app will uh update itself but- and then you're you're like now everybody's waiting for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, are you serious right now? Hey, yeah. hey, let's reframe it. You got a very nice upgraded Zoom going right now. <laughs> Positive thinking. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> hey, why so negative, huh? You got a brand new Zoom going right now. Little tiny moments. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> tiny yes. fucking moments. Uh, welcome back to now. What an honor, because now we got both of y'all back on the podcast, um, which you all had your own. So you had your own time to shine. In your own episodes, yeah, uh, which you you did magnificent, mag magnificently. There we go. <laughs> yes, thank you, Ryan. It's an it's an honor. Obviously, um, we have shared quite a few podcast appearances with each other on on, on mm-hmm. you know cut to crap and these these tiny moments. It's these little moments, right? These little moments. Yeah, these Beth, moments. Beth yeah. fucked it. <laughs> Excuse me. Little moments, also tiny. Oh, it could be tiny. Oh, would you guys like to do a little intro to yourselves again, and then, uh, yeah, and then I got a few questions I'm going to ask. Then I got a bunch of questions from the the people that we'll get into today as well. Give the people what they want. That's right. Yeah, I'll go first. Go first, Matt. Go first. Sure. So, uh, my name is Matt Vanderlaar. I am an online health and fitness coach. Um, no bullshit. Um, you know, just trying to uncomplicate health and fitness, um, with these, you know, evidence-based information that's easy, not easy to, um, implement, but simple, um, cause easy and simple are different. Um, simple tips, um, breaking it down in a way that everybody can understand and trying to make this shit accessible for everybody, debunking all the bullshit that's out there because um, nobody knows what to friggin' believe anymore. Um, and that's where I come into play. So I've been doing this online now for the last three years. Um, I met both of you wonderful people on the interwebs. Um, and now I've got um, a kick-ass podcast with uh, Beth over here. So I'm going to, I'm going to hand it over to her. Good handoff. Excellent. Lots Thank you, Matthew. That, that intro. <laughs> Fucking top-notch intro, Matt. Let's go. He's All been right, practicing. Uh, my name is Beth. Nerdle. Um, I know, Nerdle. Um, my name is Beth Wilkis Farocco. Um, I actually haven't really changed my name legally to Farocco, but I use it for everything. So there's that. Um Beth Farocco Fitness everywhere, TikTok, Instagram. <clears throat> I'm a health and wellness coach. Um, helping women really 
with their relationship with food and getting strong as fuck at any age. Um, I primarily work with a lot of women in their late thirties, forties and fifties and, um, you know, crushing the diet culture, no bullshit. Um, I'm not going to tell you something that you want to hear, but that you need to hear. Um, because, um, you know, like many others, I went through a lot of bullshit with yo-yo dieting and doing fucking extravagant, crazy shit to try to lose fat. And I just want to save everyone from the shit that I went through um, because it really is simple, not easy, but it really is simple. And there's a lot of fucking noise out there. So diet culture is loud. I am louder. That was brilliant. And now <laughs> I have a podcast with the uh, one and only Matt Vandalar and we're crushing mm-hmm. it too. Yeah. You, and I love, I love how, um, I love how like both your guys like definitions of of what you do have like really become more defined like over the years you guys have been coaching. I think yeah. that's just like a cool little detail. Um my my question for you is cuz I don't know if I've ever asked this question but like how did you guys meet and then how did you guys be like all right we're now we're going to do like a a fucking podcast together. Yeah. Wow, that's how did we meet? So <laughs> I'll just give a little bit and you can add to it because I have okay. a 50 year, old, 50 year old brain and just, <laughs> so um it's true. But this is a real thing. We talked to it about with Amanda. You know, I yeah. do forget a lot and it's fucking crazy. So um TikTok back in the 2020 days, um, we were getting tagged in a lot of videos. This is at you know a time where I feel like there was a lot more community in mm-hmm. TikTok. And a lot of us, um, we became friends with a lot of coaches on the app mm-hmm. and we all kind of collaborated in our own way together. And we would, you know, just feed, feed off each other. We created private groups and Instagram for fuck's sakes. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we were like, let's just collaborate. Let's do a video. And so he did like a, a video at his house. <laughs> and then I had the fucking wig on and over here. And it was honestly fucking hilariously. Yeah, it was hilarious. The worst. Um, <laughs> Hilariously bad, but also hilariously good. Right. Exactly. Like when you look back, it, we should post it. And it, it's just. Oh, oh my God. We should. Carnivore Connie, right? Is... Yeah, it's Carnivore <laughs> It was. Oh, if you do remember, Matt, what was that about? It was when, um, did I, when I went viral with that one chick that was a carnivore, Peyton? Yeah. Yeah. Like those would... times and we were getting yeah. so many like carnivore like comments. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that video went super viral for you too. Yeah, I that remember was that first really big, big viral video. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So to, to branch off of that, Beth, Beth nailed it. We were getting tagged in each other's videos. So we we started both on TikTok without, without knowing each other right around the same time um, for mm-hmm. the same reason, because like we like what else the hell were, were we doing? We were all locked down during the pandemic and we saw this new app and everybody was saying you can't do that. Like you're going to go there and, and dance and how are you going to mm-hmm. reach people with health and fitness, you know? And he says, fuck that. We're not going to listen to that. We're going to do it anyway. Right. Um, so we did it. Um, like Beth said, people kept, you know, tagging, tagging the two of us in each other's videos. Oh, Matt, this is the female version of you or Beth, this is the male version of you, you know? And so Beth and I just started chatting. It's like, yeah, we should really like, people want to like, this is fun. Like we should collaborate. So we did that first video um, and she, Beth actually came on my original podcast that I had back in the day. And, um, the rest is kind of history. We were like, we, this is a lot of fun. There's something here. There's a dynamic here. We want to do something. We don't know what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, so it started there. And then a couple months later we said, let's fucking do a podcast. Um, and then it really just kind of took off from there. Wow. So now, instead of making these poorly 
um, edited videos of us going <laughs> back and forth. Now we get together and make videos together and collaborate together in person, which is, I mean, amazing that we've had that opportunity. Seriously. And major respect to you guys for doing that too, because you're getting your frequent flyer miles in a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. I love that. So, so it's basically like a lot of like, people are just like, yo, you guys know what the fuck you're doing. You guys are very similar in your approach. And then you guys are like, let's just be a, a tag team. And just yeah, like... and there's something there that Beth said too that I want to touch on about mm -hmm. how it really was a lot more community based back in back mm -hmm. you know, 2020, especially with yeah. TikTok fitness. Now it's like it's ever, like everybody sees these, the other other coaches as competitors, and everybody yeah, just weird. nobody wants to work with other people. Like, there's well, how many billions of people on this planet? Like, we right. are hopefully we're all here to help people because we enjoy yeah. helping people. Yeah, and if that's if that's what your motive is to help people, like mm -hmm. you'll you'll work with other coaches, you'll you'll chat with other coaches, you'll make friends with them right. you know, and people will see that yeah yeah you know that's interesting I mean, too go ahead I, I just keep in track with a very few amount of the coaches that um we used to talk to all the time yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. damn i feel like that's pretty common too on um i, I mean pro definitely like from a competition standpoint but also like uh like from a social media standpoint like i feel like like the way they've I don't know if it's the way they've organized the apps now that I just feel like way less connected from a community standpoint. Like mm -hmm. Instagram used to, I used to feel like, oh, I like these like routine people that I talk to all the time. Or I see their content all the time. Now it's like, I might rarely see somebody like I intentionally follow or mm -hmm. uh, like people that used to see my content all the time. I feel like that's, that's like more and more common um, with like the way apps are now. I think they're really saturated now too. Yeah. Way. Yeah. Absolutely um, saturated. You know, since 2020, everything now is really, you think it was virtual before it's really virtual now. Like people yeah. don't want to fucking work in a building. Um, mm. It's their house. Yeah. That's so <laughs> um, true. So, you know, it's the way now. Yeah. This is the way, you know, so yeah. Mandalorian. Um, <laughs> but the, uh, that's I know it's so funny about that. That's like that hits home for me too. Cause I before I left Connecticut, I went to like one of my old um like wellness jobs. And part of my responsibility was like signing up members who worked at the building and like coaching them and training them. And I went back and there's like like my boss is like my old boss was like, Yeah, we get like an average three people coming to the gym a day now and they go some days nobody comes in because there's so many wow. people working remote now um that it's just like like and the amount of traffic that used to come in there was crazy um so it is it's like scarily true how many people are like going towards the virtual aspect of everything mm -hmm. and a lot of people have built home gyms in 2020 yeah. i know yeah. i did i know i yeah. i fucking did i don't even know yeah. <laughs> I like, which no, I rarely use though. I still no go to the gym. Yeah. From fucking working out 2020. Oh hell no. I'm going to order a fucking barbell. I, yeah. I knew mm -hmm. like right before the gym got shut down. I was like, I'm going to stock up. Yeah. 
for Smart. some reason I had a feeling. And so I ordered a kettlebell, I ordered a barbell and I had some, got some plates. And before you know it, they're like, oh, it's very hard to get this. I'm like, I'm so glad. I <laughs> you couldn't even get resistance bands <laughs> at the start of the pandemic because yeah. everybody was, was migrating towards them. I remember I was making so many resistance bands workouts for like, just to oh, give out yes. for free to people. And like, oh like God, I can't yeah. find them. That's a month waiting time. I'm like, damn. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, you had to get so creative with like body weight workouts. Like I yeah. had some of my clients like using their detergent for like squats and like overhead <laughs> presses. With Downey. Oh my Ryan, god! You, you were the one making the fucking uh, Instagram. Uh, here's yeah. the workout for the day. Oh my god! I made like hundreds of them. The quarantine yeah. workouts I would make every day. Right. Oh, man, I kept god. you busy. I bet. Every yeah, fucking <laughs> every day, man. It was wild. Um, that's so funny um, though. How many push-up challenges did you do? Oh man. You know what though? My push-ups, I was cranking them out then. Like I was mm -hmm. eating to get in a hundred in a row and I was like, okay. Yeah. Honestly, um, I was in the best shape of my fucking life ever. Mm -hmm. I know. I know. I fucking was shredded. You saw it as an opportunity. <laughs> um, yeah. And I fucking used it. Right. Well, I think that's, what's funny or maybe, uh, yeah, fuck it. It's funny. But, uh, some people literally went 180 right they like said fuck it i'm not doing anything healthy like went completely 180 with other things yeah. and other people are like this is the first time i've had like in the longest time to focus on myself and do other things so i think it's it's so interesting how like there's just like a split in the road of of some people going 180 and some people like saying no i'm like this is time to focus on my health and all those other things mm -hmm. i think it just really showed what people's priorities were like if you were already kind of had that growth mindset, you saw that as an opportunity. But if you mm -hmm. were already somebody that was already not like a highly motivated individual, um, and then every your entire world crumbled around you, everything was shut down. And then mm -hmm. you're like, what am I going to fucking do? Like, yeah, unfortunately, a lot of people turned to alcohol and, and everything else during that time, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, but I know a lot of people that came out of it, you know, I, me personally, I, I buckled down, I, I won't say I got it in my the best shape ever, because I absolutely wasn't in the best shape ever. But mm -hmm. I built my business during pandemic. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I think, I think, like I said, that is an interesting thing. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, you know, some people flourish during that time. I think there's like a lot of ego depth during that time, too, for a lot of people. Oh, yeah, because there's a lot of you know, <laughs> like quarantining with yourself, right? Like, major ego checks. Um, it's not easy to sit with, sit with that sometimes. No, not at all. Never, actually, but <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah, absolutely. Um, another question I had, because Beth, you recently turned cinquenta uh, in December. You hit 50 years old. How are you feeling? How was the birthday? And then uh, I know you touched on like we're talking to that one um, person who said like you got the 50 year old mindset now. What's up with that? The brains. Oh, because, you know, when you're declining in some fucking hormones, you have some cognitive brain issues, you know, mm -hmm. it's just like, um, memory loss is a real, is a real thing. And I go through phases where I will blank out in the grocery store of like, even someone that I know that I've worked with before, or yeah. like, can't remember their name. And it's scary. It's, mm -hmm. it, it takes you to like, oh my God, do I have fucking Alzheimer's? But it's a right. real thing. Or I'll like mix up names up um, as I'm talking, like they get jumbled or I'll be, you know, saying a sentence, even like recording a TikTok or an Instagram reel. And mm -hmm. I will forget what I'm talking about and I have to re-record mm -hmm. the whole thing. It's, mm -hmm. it's very, it sucks, but mm -hmm. um, I focus on what I can control. So, yeah, absolutely. How was the birthday? 
It was good. It was good. We went to Boston, saw the Boston Celtics and stayed in a, um, basically a penthouse, uh, at the, um, Encore Casino in Boston. Um, my husband just told the people there that he's like, okay, it's my wife's 50th birthday. He didn't even know that we were getting this. Apparently they do sometimes with, um, for people and they surprise them. And so he was just as shocked as me. (laughs) But I, cried for like 15 minutes because I've <laughs> seen or stayed in something that big or nice yeah ever in my life like that was straight Kardashian shit <laughs> wow okay, like, so big like a freaking apartment wow. um anyway that was nice that's amazing holy yeah. shit and you saw the Celtics too and they've been on a fucking tear mm-hmm. that was fun that's awesome um well I do have some questions pulled from the old internet so I figured We'll answer some of them, and I'm sure we'll go off on some tangents on some. Um, My favorite. Sound Gucci? Gucci. All right, perfect. So <laughs> first question is, how often should I exercise? Okay. Let's have Matt, let's have Matt go first, and we'll go reel around the horn. <clears throat> yeah, so first of all, I don't like the word should. Um, I think is it Beth? Do you say you stop shooting yourself, or maybe it's the co- one of the coaches <laughs> on my team that says stop um, shooting yourself? You know, yeah, right. um, because because that really, first and foremost, it's already setting up that potential. Like, if I don't do it, what happens? And then we get the guilt that creeps in. If you're saying I should have done this, I should have done that. Like, but um, so it it depends on what we're talking about, like the context, right? Like, what are what is our goal? Because it really is goal dependent. Um. Now, for most people, uh, I would say three or four days a week is more than enough of intentional, like strength training, taking care of yourself and and physically pushing yourself. But we should still be doing some type of movement every single day. I firmly believe movement is medicine and movement is going to make you feel better, Um, whether that's a walk every day, which I definitely recommend. Um, But I, I recommend strength training at least three or four times a week for most people. And it doesn't have to be much, you know, 30 to 45 minutes, 60 minutes if we if we if we do have the time, I love I love to see 60 minutes, three days a week, four days a week. Um, of course, then we have uh, recommendations for like, you know, overall health with cardiovascular health, which is, you know, um, that's where like the daily habits and the daily movements and things come into play where, you know, like we're looking at, um, 150 minutes. So two and a half hours of moderate intensity exercise. So that's walking at a moderate pace. Strength training can be included in that or like 75 minutes of a combination of lower impact and higher impact. So things like strength training, um, maybe you're doing sprints one day for five minutes, or you're doing some circuit training or something like that to really elevate your heart rate. So it's not a black and white answer, but really nothing is with health and fitness. There's always Mm -hmm. context needed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 1000%. That yeah. Beth, you have anything to add to that? I think Matt fucking like, I think Matt crushed crushed that. nothing I can sorry <laughs> nice man <laughs> damn it way to leave some for everybody <laughs> no that was no that one thousand I think the thing you hit on the end too and I think you'll find with a lot of our answers today is uh that it's always like I think all the good coaches leave it to like it's it depends answer wow. right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because it's never like certain like there's nothing wow. ever certain a lot, I think what people don't realize is that we all have different schedules. We all have different lives. We all can't do the same things everyone else can do. 
so when you ask a question like that, it's like, okay, well, how many hours a week do you work? How many kids do you have? Like how much time in the day can you dedicate to mm -hmm. actual exercise? Mm -hmm. So, you know, there's so many things that can take into account, but just because you're not doing what fucking Jessica at the bank is doing does not mean you're not doing what you need to do for yourself. Right. That's, so well said. Yeah. Jessica's got banker's hours, right? Like yeah. <laughs> some of the best hours in the business. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I think that's so true. And I think, and that's, that's a great addition to even good job. Beth. So that's a great yeah. addition. To even, <laughs> good good job, contribution. <laughs> that's a good addition too. Cause it's like, it's, it's, it depends because of social standings and um, like what your work hours look like kids, all that. Like I'm sure Beth, like, and Matt, you too, like, I'm sure like workouts change dramatically once you had, or even health goals change dramatically once you have kids. My, mm -hmm. everything has changed even like, since my son was three till now, I, I think mm -hmm. a lot and owning a business. Um, and when that I definitely changes things. So it's like when I was training for a marathon, I had time to run 30 miles an hour or 30, 30 <laughs> miles a week. Hey. You're call. fast as fuck. Uh, <laughs> fast as fuck boy. Fast as fuck boy. Uh, and so now I don't have time to fucking train for a marathon. I'm running a fucking business and that is where my dedication goes. Agreed. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah, that's why nothing is always going to be the same. It's always changing and you have to morph and change as your life does. Yeah, yep. as a coach, like I really struggle with getting four workouts in of strength training a week, if I'm being completely honest, because like right. Beth said, full time business owner, we each have teams. I've got seven people on my team. Mm -hmm. I have a 13 year old son. Uh, mm -hmm. So he's got extra curriculars and he lives an hour away from me. So like and he does that multiple times a week. So there's many days when I'm looking at my calendar with all the calls and appointments and I'm like, where, where's my, where, where am I going to fit my self-care in? And, right. and sometimes that's when I'm like, well, I can't do strength training today. I literally don't have the time, but I can still go on my walk. I can mm -hmm. still do my meditation or my breath work or whatever. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, absolutely. Matt, I don't know about you, Matt, but I feel like it's getting harder and harder for me to fit my workout in. And I'm more diligently trying to figure out how to do it. It is. Yeah. Especially this past month with my son being home from school a lot. Mm. Uh, that's been fucking crazy. Mm -hmm. And my workouts now are, I did it some on the weekend this past mm -hmm. week. I'd never work out on the weekend, but I'm like, if yeah. I don't do this now, I'm not going to get it done. Right. See, but that's I, where I get most of my workouts in is on the weekends because I don't have those big time commitments that I do during the week. Mm -hmm. so. Non-negotiable for me. So I, I look at my entire week and figure out, okay, when can I, when can I get this shit done? And I do yeah. Do you, do you guys find yourself now that, cause obviously you do have these responsibilities. Do you find yourself saying like, no to more things so that you can prioritize like the lip more of the little things that you know make you feel good that is a really good question a, yeah i'm mm -hmm. um <laughs> take let's take i struggle <laughs> with saying no that's so my mm. my one of the things i'm working on actively is saying no more often mm. because i want to please everybody i'm a people pleaser i like helping people um but i can't continue to do that because the age-old saying is you can't pour from an empty cup right and unfortunately, um, you guys can probably resonate with this is we're going to, you're going to burn out at some point if you do that. And mm -hmm. I've been there and it fucking sucks. Yeah. Um, so that's when you're like, okay, I can't continue to say yes to everything as hard as it is to say no. Um, that's really coming from yourself. Most people, if you say no, they, they totally understand. Mm -hmm. And I push things out farther now. I don't try to take it all on in one week because I, tend to forget that hey you know what you're the one making the fucking schedule yeah yeah right why are you doing this to yourself yeah 
Like, okay. Oh man, you just you hurt know? my feelings, Beth. That I'm because I'm doing so, it myself. Yeah, like, <laughs> someone, if someone wants me to do something and they are, you know, they give me a date and like, how about next week or the mm. week after? Because I'm yeah. really booked this week. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I can't do this to my fucking self. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. People ask me like, what do you have time next week for a quick call? I'm like, um, ask me like can a month from now. Like, can, let's talk about yeah. planning it a month from now type thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I feel like, you know, actually what a great podcast. Here's a podcast recommendation for you guys. Um, Rob, have you heard of Rob Deerdeck? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So Rob Deerdeck, he, uh, Beth, I don't know if you know, if you know, Rob, he was a um, professional skater and then he had the show on MTV, right? Yeah. He was Robin big. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. That was going to say, was it like a funny, uh, yeah. flashbacks of MTV? Yeah. So he does like okay. ridiculousness now too, which is yes. like the only thing they show on there now. Um, but he's also like, a, an entrepreneur. Like he's got a bunch of businesses. He's a billionaire now, but he was on Ed Milet's podcast not too long ago. And he actually talks about, um, how he made his life more efficient so that he can in, do the things he wants to and uh, reserves time. But he even breaks down like his time into like percentages. So he's like, I know that I, if I want to live to like age 100, I have, this is X, that's X amount of time. So he breaks it down in his hours of time for like huh. how long his lifespan could, could be. And then amount of time he wants to spend working, amount of times he wants to spend um, like with family, like things that he really wants to prioritize. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's a good podcast because I think it's different than what entrepreneurs normally hear because normally we hear like, you got to fucking grind, you got to work really hard, you need to be consistent. Um, but I think it's a really good podcast because it also highlights like what we're doing this all for, yeah. right? Because most of the time we're like, we're making a lot of progress and then we start something brand new as well that like, well, now I got to build this up. And then we're always kind of like chasing and building, chasing and building, um, but never taking like appreciation or like breaking down, like, why am I doing this in the first place? Um, so I think I would highly recommend that podcast to both you guys, because I think it helps just break down a little bit more like, uh, you know, how being more mindful of how we do spend our time from a business standpoint and like how we can prioritize our time so that it's, it's doing things that we want to do, but making other things that we do for business wise more efficient too. I'll check that out. Yeah. Yeah. I, love, I love that. The, the idea of the percentages and breaking it down that way, because yeah. then you know whether or not you can give time to something essentially, because you can look at, Oh, this is going to take up X percentage of my time. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's ra- It's actually rattling when he breaks it down because he is like he like grades himself every day to see so like how he did from like a standpoint like for being a husband or a father all that stuff too. Um, so it was actually like I was like holy shit like it's very <laughs> specific nice. but yeah. a lot of um, fucking math for me. Yeah, it's a, for me too. But I did appreciate like the message of like this yeah. is why he does it so he could do this. Um, all right, next question is uh, how can I drink more water? Okay. Okay. Beth, uh, you want to start? You drink more water. Hey. <laughs> Cheers. You, drop, you grab a fucking bottle and you fill it and you drink it like we are right now. Uh, I'll never understand. I, I really, I really struggle with understanding our disdain for water. I really do. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I think it's also because we just, <sighs> there's literally people out there that tell you that you need to stop drinking water. Like oh, that oh water God, is too big water. for you. What, what do you mean it's too big like now they're complicating drinking fucking water like just drink your water please put your flavor drops in it yeah uh 
hydration is it okay so let's get on the serious note right we yeah. all know hydration is serious right yes. we need to be hydrated we should be drinking a lot of water you don't need to drink a fucking gallon a day like the people right. that go crazy and they like oh my god i didn't drink enough i'm drinking so much water i'm peeing mm -hmm. all the time okay, stop. <laughs> you know keep a water bottle next to you at all times with a straw mm -hmm. a straw really helps it helps me a fun bottle you know and as soon as you wake up in the morning you fill that fucking thing up and you start drinking it you know, set a timer on your watch to remind you maybe every 30 mm -hmm. minutes to take a drink of water. Mm -hmm. That's a good yeah. way to do it. But you not drinking enough water is not why you're not losing fat. Okay. Mm -hmm. so usually that question stems. I, I hear that a lot. Like, oh, I need to be drinking more water if they don't see, you know, let's say um, progress in the way that they think. They think maybe they're not drinking enough water, but that's not it. Water is important, but it's not the reason you're not losing weight. Mm -hmm. I just want to make that clear because I mm -hmm. really feel that people get that um, confused. Yeah. What, what, a, there's something that could be said though there, Beth, about um, not being properly hydrated and then the cravings that happen as a result of that, which that could absolutely, you know, be the reason then why, while, so while not drinking enough water isn't the direct reason, it's an indirect reason. Yes. Um, so there's that, but what you said there about drinking the water the first thing in the morning, like I, I'd say just make, fill your damn water up the night before, put some ice in it, set it on your bedside, bedside that, that night. And then the next morning, you don't even have to worry about filling it up. Mm -hmm. So and adding make it crystal easier. light or something, a flavor packet is okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. I, I get that a lot. Is it, am I still drinking water? Yes. You're, you just filled a gallon jug and you added fucking powder. Right. Water, okay. <laughs> yeah. What do you think it turned into? It's not dust. <laughs> um, right. Well, no. that's, yeah, it's, it's insane because people you know, are like, Oh, those things are so bad for you, Beth. Oh my God. Right? Like just chill out. You're, you're, you're so, <laughs> so let's I swallow those words. There. Here's an easy way to get more water. Like Beth said, you start with your water in the morning. So before you start drinking your damn coffee in the morning, drink some water. Coffee uh, is not hydration. Right. Right. Um, right, right, right. So Don't like to be like, oh my God, should I count my tea and my coffee towards my water? No. Right. No. Okay. Come on. I don't sit here and count my fucking coffee mugs. And, oh, this is, I got like two and a half cups of water towards my water. No, it's coffee. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Drink your Absolutely. drink your water with your meals. You're gonna you're gonna be fine. Mm -hmm. No, it's not going to inhibit fat loss. It's not going to yep. ruin your digestion by drinking right. water with your meals. Mm -hmm. um, drink your you know if you drink, eat three meals, have twenty ounces of water with each meal. There's sixty ounces right there. You're you're already yeah. crushing it right there. there. You're Absolutely, probably more than you already were before. Mm -hmm. Make sure your pee is light yellow and you're good to go. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, mellow yellow. And then I think <laughs> one thing that helps me too. Is because I I think what we, what do we hear when like people are like you know and how they learn we often hear like oh I'm a I'm a visual learner right so for me I have my big fucking you know gallon of water that I know like if I have three quarters of this I'm gonna feel pretty hydrated I'm not gonna feel like I have cotton mouth when I'm laying in bed at midnight and like ah, you know like everybody gets that so and I also have water by my bed at night and all that but you know if you're a visual person like start with get a water bottle that or get two that you know like hey if i drink both of these that's my water intake for the day let's fucking yes. go like it's very easy to say like okay we're one down we got one to go and i'm good if i hit that anything that comes after that is bonus right like yeah so like when i first it, started bonus water. You know, my, what was that beth bonus water bonus, bonus water, water. <laughs> 
Well, when I first started my health and fitness over 10 years ago, um, that's what I did, Ryan, is I had the gallon of water, but I actually, what I took a step further and I put markers, uh, linings on it. And I mm -hmm. put little cheesy motivational sayings on it. Like 10, 10 AM, you can do this. Like the, you yeah. know, so, um, I knew by 10 AM, I wanted to have this amount gone this amount gone by noon and so on and so forth. So I knew mm -hmm. I was on track or not. And yeah. uh, we're just tracking it. That's how we're doing. Yeah. They sell those too. I think Queef it. Actually, oh, what was that? Q U I T. No, it's it's on Amazon. I believe I even maybe have found the brand from you, Ryan. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> and you're like, huh? I'm like, yeah. Oh, well. Uh, well, Matt and I were laughing at the queef part, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> queefs and water. Here we go. You guys are going another direction. Okay. Well, you're with two immature men, right? so. But it, it is. like 7 a.m., 9 yep. a.m., you know. Yeah, so you can they'll do it for you. Funzy ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they literally sell reusable gallons now on Amazon, so you can buy those too. So yeah. if you don't like wasting bottles and all that stuff, do that. Um, and to answer a question before it even comes, doesn't matter if it's warm or cold, just please drink right. your water. Yeah. Absolutely. I actually we like mine like room temp. Speed up your metabolism if you have ice, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> your body, your body. What about lemon lemon juice? Apple cider? <laughs> Vinegar? Mm, if you like right. the taste, go for it. Right. Um, okay. Here's a here's another workout question. Um, do I need to warm up before my workouts? Absolutely. Why don't you start? Yeah, go for it, Matt. Absolutely. Um, a cold body is not a efficient body. Like you need, to, we're going to be working our muscles. You can't just go into a high exertion and expect to be at optimal performance. Mm -hmm. So if you care about moving well and getting stronger and feeling better then yeah, prime your body, warm up your body. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. You can do that in a couple of different ways. Um, I am a big believer in mobility work. So please don't neglect your mo mobility work. Um, but also you can just do a light walk on a treadmill, uh, mm -hmm. five or 10 minutes, get the blood going a little bit, break up a little sweat. Um, and then maybe some light stretching, it, you know, it shouldn't take more than 10 minutes. Your, your warm up, honestly, what do you think? Mm -hmm. I would like to add that <clears throat> a cool down is not necessary. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Agreed. Agreed. I like that. All up, all up um, for the warm up, but the cool down is mm, I'm out the door. Yeah, no, yeah, I agree. I agree. I think, um, you know, what's funny is I, I, Matt, I have a thousand to agree. Like, yes, warm up because I think, especially like you said, like when you do mobility drills beforehand, I think, yes, that will 100% it'll make your workout better, more efficient. You'll perform better. Um, but also like most of us are sitting down majority of the yes. day, like doing work. Mm -hmm. So like, if you're taking five to 10 minutes of doing mindful, like mobility, moving your body in certain ways that it hasn't, or it needs to, I think that plays like that time adds up. Like if you're doing those three workouts a week, that's 15 minutes of, of dedicated mobility time that you otherwise might not be doing. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I always, lo I love to play like devil's advocate with things, even if I believe in something. Um, sure. so like for warmups, like obviously, yes, we want you to warm up, but we just talked about how, like, there's that parent who like, might only have like 15 minutes to do their workout or 25 minutes to do their workout. So in that case, mm -hmm. I would say like your warm up could be a light or body weight extra like uh set of your first exercise, right? Totally. So like if yes. your first set is like squats, doing body weight squats slowly in a in a you know mindful manner could be a a good warm up to get that workout going. Yeah. Um so if like time is like a factor for you, 
then I would 1000% say like, yeah, like if you only have 25 minutes to get a workout in, you don't have like that 10 minutes to do like that mobility routine that maybe you should be doing. Right. Um, so So you want the movement pattern essentially. Yeah, exactly. Go through the movement pattern, like go very slow. Like you can even do that with each exercise or like the first couple. Um, but, and I also think it does drive me crazy too. When coaches are like, you don't need to warm up or you don't need to stretch. Um, because I like you guys have coached people and like I've coached people like who are literally, I had a client named Norman. He was like 93. Um, and it's like one of the biggest things they want to do is like move more, get off the floor or like touch their toes. So like, even though like there's a lot of studies that say like static stretching might not be as effective, I still think it's just a good idea to like get into some sort of stretching routine. Yes. Um, I agree. Yeah. I want to recommend generally speaking, static stretching for warming up for strength training for sure. Sure. But there's like, if you, like you said, if you're sedentary and you're not doing anything right now, static stretching feels good. I love just doing static hold on some stretches too. Mm -hmm. You know, it just feels good. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And I also think from like a mental perspective, if you could slow yourself down for like three minutes to hold a stretch, I just think that's a good thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like a good deep, you just do a good deep squat and and hold it. Like if you can hold a good deep squat, you're going to be pretty, you're going to have very good mobility. Your, mm-hmm. your ankles are going to be, you know, good, have good mobility and everything's going to be feeling and moving pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right. Perfecto. Next question. Do I need to eat breakfast? Beth, would you like to start off? <laughs> Beth, like would you like to, to start off with this question? You don't need to do anything, <clears throat> right? You don't need to eat breakfast. Um, a lot of people don't. Is it a good idea from a nutritionist standpoint? Yeah, I think it's really sets you up for the entire day, to be honest. Um, a lot of people should be eating breakfast when they don't, but it's not for everyone. Like some people just don't eat breakfast and that's okay, right? Whatever. But if you notice that you're binging at night or if you're consistently craving a lot of food, um, if you're uh, let's say dietary habits, um, are lacking because you're not eating breakfast, then it's a good fucking idea to eat breakfast. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. If, yes. Well said about that. I, yeah. Like you said, we know, um, this, uh, this applies to specifically fat loss, but we know people that front load their calories earlier in the day and their protein earlier in the day are going to be more successful in the long run. And they are going to be more satisfied during the day, which is going to help with things like you said, Beth, with overeating late at night. We we've worked with so many clients, right? We know our clients when they are struggling with overeating at night, right? Binging and just mindless eating, snacking in front of the TV. Once we start introducing breakfast, most of the time they're skipping breakfast or they're having coffee uh, and, and like a, co- a protein shake on the, on the go. And that's not breakfast. You right. know, um, once we start adding real whole foods to breakfast, oatmeal, whatever it is, mm-hmm. they're, they're more satisfied. They're, they reduce the amount of time that they're binging and overeating at night, which is going to make it a lot easier to reach their goals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That was percent. Get your protein in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it, and eating at the same, there's something to be said about eating at the same times every day. Like mm-hmm. if you wake up, you're hungry. You, you just, your body's on a fucking schedule. Your um, body gets I used to it. Yeah, I know. I don't really snack as much at night because I'm pretty satisfied throughout my day with my, the big meals that I have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would say there's also something to like starting your day on like a healthy note or like starting like the first thing you do from a food perspective, like have something that's nutrient dense, right? Like even if you're having 
an apple, right? Like I think that if that's the first thing you put into your body, even if that's like the only thing you have until noon, I think that's just a good uh, like snowball effect into having the rest of your days, does rest of your day translate into like healthy actions. Yeah. You're nourishing your body and that's the health promoting behavior. And what you said with the apple, um, and what I said about how the protein shake is not breakfast. Well, if you had that apple, that's a little bit more balanced. And cause now you're getting some mm -hmm. good carbohydrates. You're getting the fiber in there. You got the protein and now you're looking at it more, building a more balanced yeah. meal there. Oh, yeah. And you Absolutely. may not, you may not be hungry in the morning because you haven't eaten breakfast in so long, but yeah. you may still have these really horrible habits at night. So what do you do in the case of like, well, I'm just not hungry. Well, you can start training your body to be hungry at a certain time. Like I said, talking about eating the same time every day. So maybe starting out with a smoothie or something lighter in the morning to get that hung, those hunger cues going again. Mm -hmm. Boom. Just yeah. lost touch of our hunger cues. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. A lot of people do like coffee That's... is not fucking breakfast. And the reason you're not hungry is because you're drinking coffee in the morning. Right. Sounds, yeah. It literally yeah. suppresses your appetite. That's yeah. what coffee does. Caffeine. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And diet culture, all these fad diets and everything that we've been yeah. doing for decades has ruined your, your sense of satiety and your, right. your hunger. Like mm -hmm. you're hungry. You just don't realize it. And you're hungry as evidenced by the 3000 calories you're eating after 9 PM every night. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. I think just like, kind of like you guys touched on, it's just like you have this ingrained habit that you're not, or physical cue that you're not hungry until like noon, you know, that's why you have the same cue after dinner that you want something sweet or that you need something post dinner or anything like that is because you've built these hunger schedules, like your hunger cues to be built around these times in which you'll be feeling hungrier. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think like, just as you say, like, you're not hungry for breakfast. Like, that's why you're hungry for snacks post dinner or anything like that is because you've built this eating schedule to fit how you you live. So you could do the same thing in, in introducing breakfast, too. Yep. And like you said, with the, with just taking a few minutes to intentionally do those stretching, like it's the same thing with, with eating, like everything, like we just need to slow down. We, we mm -hmm. we're such a fast paced world. Um, we need to just practice our more mindfulness, slowing down, being just present. Like if we can do those things, that's going to help with a lot of different aspects of your, of your wellness journey. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, here's a question. Should I do strength training, cardio, or both? Great question. The age old question. It is the, my God, if we don't get this every Q and A. Yeah. So honestly, yeah, the question, the answer is like, sh you should definitely be doing both for different reasons. Um, I'll cover, I'll cover strength training. Um, why we, and I'll let Beth talk about cardio if she wants to, mm -hmm. we should strength train for lots of different reasons. Um, having more lean muscle mass, having more muscle mass is a good thing. Um, we're going to, it's going to promote having a healthier body, longevity. Um, a strong body is a healthy body, generally speaking. Um, especially as we age, strength training becomes even more important. So once we start hitting, you know, thirties, forties, fifties, we need to start hitting the weights at least a couple of times a week. Cause that's going to help prevent, um, muscle loss as we age, which, you know, sarcopenia, um, it can improve our bone density. Um, it can even improve things like, um, insulin resistance and, and high cholesterol and, and high blood pressure. And it can even help you with your cognitive abilities. And there's also research showing how it can help improve our mental, our mental well-being. Um, so like, why wouldn't we do it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah Matt. <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. All right. Um, as for cardio, you would like a heart is our heart is a muscle. We need to work that muscle. 
So you need to get out and move that body. Walking is a form of cardio. It doesn't mean you have to like do sprints and fucking crazy shit, but you should be getting your heart right. rate elevated at least yeah. 150 minutes a week. I believe I'm correct. Matt, yep. I think Matt knows the exact, mm-hmm. um, is, you know, a good amount. Think about like, maybe start out with 10 minutes a day. What mm-hmm. is a 150 minute? What is that? Like 30 minutes a day? Maybe not even that. About 20 minutes a day. So if like so, you follow yeah. our advice of the two 10 minute walks, you're crushing it. And you're right. good. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think too, because rower, what? swimming, biking, there's so many mm-hmm. different forms of cardio, hiking. Yeah. And I think this is a good question. Like Beth, I feel like you can relate to this a lot too, because like you used to be like the cardio queen, right? And then you, you transition into strength training. Do you think you found more of like a balance for cardio and strength training now? So much more balanced. Okay, mm. so I know we, you were my coach, Ryan. Remember, I was training for the marathon. I thought I remember, I yeah. Was, yeah, I was strength training four times a week, okay, mm-hmm. and doing 25 to 30 mile runs a week. Mm-hmm. Okay, that wasn't good. Yep. Really. I did it, but I also noticed, like, looking back now, my sleep kind of was shitty. Mm. Um, and I sleep a lot better now. Like mm-hmm. it, it's just, I strength train four times a week and I make sure I get 10,000 steps a day. And now I have dedicated to, um, like 30 minute runs a week. That is yeah. part of my 10,000 steps because I wanted to, I, a, I love running. Um, and it just <clears throat> sets me some time to not be on my phone and it's just mm-hmm. to zone out it's walking. I'm still on my phone. So if I'm yeah. running, I, I don't look at anything. You can't, mm-hmm. so what do you... I just work. Mm-hmm. Good. no good. Um, so I've just added those, um, mm-hmm. just for, just cause I wanted to get yeah. more, more cardio you, and get back running. What do you think was the, um, um, maybe I want to say catalyst, but what do you think the catalyst was for you to sort of one, go from cardio to just strength training and then also be like, well, I need to fucking do both and like create that balance. Mm. Oh, so you know, I think because now my life is different too. Before mm-hmm. I was kind of just also coaching in the gym and doing all these things. I mm. just, I don't know, felt like I wanted to do it all for God knows what, like, uh-huh. you know, it, it didn't like ruin me, but it, it definitely, uh, it wasn't ideal, but I just mm-hmm. had a lot of, I had a lot of time. And so for me, yeah. as like recovering alcohol, like that for me was kind of like my out, as, mm. you know, doing those things getting out of the house, whatever. But now, yeah. you know, I'm in a different place. I have running a business, building a business. And so, you know, I don't have enough time to dedicate to all those things, but I also know I don't need to do all that. Right. 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 And Matt, didn't you, didn't you have a similar thing? Did, did you get started with just doing cardio or did you, were you start with the weights? I did. I started with just cardio back in like 2011. Um, I, I did what everybody thought they're supposed to do when, you know, um, when you, when you first start trying to lose fat, which is running. So I started running and I hated every minute of it. Mm. Um, what we know now, what I know now is first of all, cardio sucks for like, I won't say it's cardio sucks for fat loss, but we shouldn't be using cardio as a, there's, right. there, there's, you know, specific circumstances where we use more cardio to help us burn more calories, right? right. We're starting to get really lean, but for most people that that's not something they need to be worrying about. We should be talking about cardio in the context of being healthy and mm-hmm. living a longer, healthier life. Yeah. Um, so when I did that, um, just running, I wasn't happy with the way my body looked. Once I did reach my weight loss goal, I got down to like 170 pounds, which mm. t- these days I'm like 200 ish. Um, but I was skinny fat. I had no muscle definition whatsoever. Mm. Cardio doesn't give you that look that you really want. 
um, because you're not building muscle. Right. Building muscle is what gives you the physique that you want, which is why we need to do both. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I'd like to add that just because I was running those 25 to 30 miles a week, like yeah. my body never really changed. Mm. Yep. Why is that? Yeah. You know, it, 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 you really can't outrun a fork and your body really adapts. Yeah. Cardiovascular activity. It does. Um, yeah. So me running 15 miles in, in a form of like burning calories is literally like running three miles at one. And once you're, once you've been doing it for a very long time, mm -hmm. your body gets very efficient. Yeah. And I remember for coaching too, like you, you started doing maintenance and like, you were just like, holy fuck. Cause you had, when you started and then switching to eating more intentionally, Mm -hmm. You you notice like a big change in body composition too. Yeah. 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 And that and I'm sure that helped from like a stress standpoint as well. Mm -hmm. Um, and I remember for me in terms of cardio, like I I've always associated cardio as like punishment. Like I mm -hmm. only did cardio for sports and it was like conditioning, and it was, you know, for sports, it's really intense and it's purposeful. Um, and then when I was done with sports, I only did cardio when I was like trying to lose weight. Right. So mm -hmm. like, I was the guy on the Stairmaster for like 60 minutes, you know, like dreading it, not liking it. Um, but it's funny because I actually didn't start enjoying. I can honestly say I didn't start enjoying do, doing cardio until we started uh, like the two weeks before where we we're like, all right, Katahdin's coming up. And I was like, all right, I'm fucking in because <laughs> um, that was like the first time I started training for cardio, um, but doing it in a way where it wasn't too much at once. It wasn't overly intense in the beginning it was like building up from like where you're at like walking when you need to if you're going for a run and like and like doing it in spurts um so like and now i'm just going for walks in like san diego i'm like this is just fucking great like it's it's nice out i'm exploring and like i'm getting some steps in um so i think it like when we all go through like these stages too where it's like you know we we see cardio as like the worst thing ever and yeah. but uh but when we learn how to have it in a good relationship and a good and a good viewpoint like it's a game changer well said i used to hate cardio like i said but and running i should say more specifically i hated running but I, so and I, I did running this past summer i did the couch to 5k program i competed in a 5k beth was um you know she pushed me to do that we pushed each other to do that and I actually found that I actually was enjoying running because I was doing it for the right reasons. Yeah. I wasn't doing it to punish myself and to burn as much calories and fat as possible. Right. You know, it's a good mindset, mindset, mindset. <laughs> mindset shift when that happens, because, you know, I, I know I was doing cardio before for pretty yeah. much the wrong reasons. Now it's very enjoyable for me. I'm doing it because I need to check out for 30 minutes and it feels yeah. really good. Yeah. And I'm not like counting the minutes till it's over. I'm like actually right. enjoying it. Mm -hmm. yeah 1000 yeah, percent. um here's here's a fun question are there any fitness terminologies that would be helpful for me to know Ooh, yeah there's a few yeah there's a few i was thinking about this the other day i'm like you literally can have like an entire conversation with like someone else and no, someone who has no idea about gym culture or fitness mm -hmm. culture or anything like that would be like what mm -hmm. the fuck did they just say <laughs> like what are yeah. they talking about yeah so um, I'll, I'll get the ball rolling here mm -hmm. because this is one of my favorites is neat, right? So um, neat is non-exercise activity thermogenesis. And what we're kind of talking about here with cardio and, and daily movement, um, it's any exercise that's non-intentional exercise, right? So um, we know that people with high levels of neat uh, are more successful with weight loss maintenance after the fact, and they live a longer, long, longer, longer, healthier life. Mm -hmm. Nice. 
Beth, anyone you can think of? Calorie deficit. Okay. <laughs> calorie fucking well, I deficit. Don't, I don't think a lot of people really understand what a calorie deficit is. Okay. First, mm -hmm. what, what is a calorie, right? It's a unit right. of measurement, right? It's, um, I'm like losing my brain. Is that partner. menopause brain, huh? Calories are energy. There we go, Beth. Mm -hmm. Okay. So when you're eating anything, you're, you know, it's energy, right? So mm -hmm. when you're taking in less calories from the food that you're eating, which is energy, then you will lose fat. No matter what you're eating, what you're doing, what diet, whatever. Mm -hmm. okay? You're in an energy deficit. You will lose fat. Yep. 1000%. Calorie deficit is not a diet. No, a lot of it's a mechanism. Calorie deficit, part of diet culture. I got that question the other day. No, it's not. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> it's the mechanism in which your body goes into. Right. Yeah. In it's, just less a, energy. it's just a state of energy. Um, one I would say is uh, going to failure. Um, it's like literally in a workout. Like if you have no idea what the fuck that means, you're like, go to failure. Like, what do you mean? Like, am I going to go yeah. into like the weights drop on the floor? So like going to failure means that like you're, it's, and it's different for each exercise, right? Cause I wouldn't tell someone to go to failure on deadlifts, right? Because right? it puts <laughs> your spine in a terrible position. Um, but let's say you're doing like leg extensions, right? Like going to failure means like you're going to do the exercise until either your legs can't get even like a partial rep or you can't get like a full range of motion completion rep. Right. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's something that either people either abuse too much, right? They go to failure too often. It affects recovery or they don't even get close to it during their workouts, Yeah, um, which is a part of the reason why you're not building muscle as optimally as possible. Um, so I think that's one thing that stood out for me. Boom. There we go. Boom. Boom. There goes Derek. Oh. oh no. I'm back. <laughs> I was like, what happened? Ryan? That was weird. <laughs> My face. What the hell happened? But I still remain. <laughs> now we're here. Good damn it. You? Okay. You can hear me though, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm here. I, I got All excited. Right. I clipped the uh I clipped it. <laughs> My fault. Why is? Um, all right, let me see. All right, you know, we're almost done. So I think now is a good time. Because you guys have you guys have both been on these little moments podcasts or otherwise known as these tiny moments, right? So what is so you guys have both answered this question. So if you can think in recent memory, right? And Beth, we'll start with you first. In recent memory, what is a little moment that you are really either proud of or that sticks out to you? Um, you know, that you think is gonna help that is helping trending towards where you are right now. Ew. Yeah, and take your time. We could fill in like with uh, oh, elevator music. A recent moment. Wait, yeah, okay. recent. Like I'd say within the last few months, maybe the past year. So wait, where are we going with this? A recent moment that what? Uh... Here we go. I'll re I'll rephrase it. So yes, yes, please. So you so like we said, the name is podcast called These Little Moments Podcast. Okay. So mm -hmm. obviously, you guys know I'm big on uh outlining some of the little moments in our lives that have taken us to where we are now is there anything in the past year recent months even it could even be yesterday um that you're like holy shit like i'm grateful for where i am now and this and it was because of that little moment maybe that got me to right here mm -hmm. matt if you can <laughs> think of one you can go for it i've got a, a really moment, good one but a I'm, moment I that sticks out i don't know if but it really put things in perspective is mm. um, when I went to that seminar in Arizona, um, Andrew Coates was speaking and he brought my name up in front of everyone. Oh, let's go. And um, told me to stand up. 
uh, and said that, you know, talked about building a, what do you want to call it? A following and a business from your following. And then, you know, it was from that moment because Hunter was with me that I was like, holy shit, like I'm really doing this. Yeah. Um, and that was just one that sticks out. I know there's a lot more, but that sure. was a profound moment for me that it was just really, it was crazy that I had someone yeah. talking about little me. Yeah. Um, because I don't think of myself in that way. Mm -hmm. You're very humble. Yeah. <clears throat> so, Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I love that. I think that's really cool because obviously you've had such great growth over the past couple of years and to be like, like, I don't, I don't know about you, but I would, I'm, I'm a sensitive dude. I probably would have been like, <laughs> it was emotional. It's hard. Yeah. There was like 600 fucking coaches there and he had yeah. me stand up and I was like, holy shit. And that is actually how I got a speaking engagement for Friday to, to actually speak there we to go. the fitness, um, biz, uh, academy. The fitness yeah. Academy. So that's amazing. Yeah. Congratulations. Let's go. Cool. There you go. You fucking killed that little moment. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was she made a little moment, moment bitch. Yeah. Let's so. go. What about you, Matt? Yeah. So the, I have lots of them, but the first thing that came to my mind, and I love it because you're all involved, it's Mount Katahdin for us. Mm. Um, yeah. And two moments in that little moment that, that ring true to me. First of all, it's when I fell off the hike when we were singing <laughs> pirate shanties and when yep. I fell off the cliff and almost died. Um, the fact that I didn't let that stop me um, with a busted up knee, like I wanted to advise this to, mo to most people, but I continued on and I did, I hiked a fucking mountain with a broken knee, essentially. Um, I didn't let that stop me because I was determined going into that, like we have been planning this for a year. This was a really big deal for us. Um, the experience, I wasn't going to let anything stop me. So I pushed through the amount of physical pain that I had and mental pain that I had. It was a, ten, without a doubt, the most pain I've ever felt in my life going down that mountain. Every step was excruciating pain. Um, so that kind of echoes with what Beth, sa Beth says is like, we can do hard things. Like we, we all did a very hard thing there, mm -hmm. but to bring it back to my original point, there was two moments there that one of the moments there is me falling. And then when Beth fell too, um, those could have been much worse than they actually were. And Beth and I both credit like our overall fitness levels and our strength training to our body being resilient and being mm. able to bounce back from those type of injuries, those type of falls. Most people would have broken something bones right. gotten really, really hurt, but thankfully we're in pretty good shape. Our bones are strong. Our muscles are strong and that, mm -hmm. you know, avoided a disaster. Yeah. So we can do hard that. things is, is the, the takeaway there. Yeah. Right. So you had a near death experience <laughs> it was like, for sure. Definitely humbling. And, and yeah. like you took it like a mental resilience as well, which I love for sure. Yeah. Um, well, I, I appreciate you guys like so much for being on, obviously, you know how much I think of you guys. So thank you for being on and, and sharing and being vulnerable. Um, here's quick stop. Where, where can people find you? And then what's the name of your podcast? Where can people find the podcast? All that. Okay. Cut the crap with Beth and Matt on Spotify, iTunes, um, anywhere you can listen to a podcast. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Yeah. And then your and social Ryan has been in a fantastic guest two times, actually, our only repeat guest so yeah. far. Two timer. So. Two timer going for tree. Um, I'm at BethBroccoFitness.com, Beth Brocco Fitness on TikTok, Instagram. I'm Beth Brocco Fitness everywhere. There you go. Everywhere. And Myself, uh, Matt Lauer Fit on TikTok, Instagram, wherever. Uh, and my website is fitfattraining.com. Awesome. Well, thank you guys for cutting the crap with me over an hour. 
Um, appreciate you guys. I'll end this and we'll talk for a quick sec. But uh, yeah, make sure you follow them. Make sure you listen to their podcast. Love you guys. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Right, bye. bye. Thank you so much for listening to that episode of These Moments Podcast. Make sure you give Beth and Matt a follow. Make sure you check out their podcast, Cut the Crap. And again, as it helps a ton, not only with helping people find this podcast, but with helping people get the help that they need, please make sure you rate this podcast. Uh, Give it five stars if you believe it is worthy. And please leave a positive comment because your comment and your rating will help somebody else who could potentially need and find this uh, very, very life-changing. So I appreciate you in advance for doing that. And of course, if you'd like to work together one-on-one health and wellness coaching, you can apply for coaching at bodybrian.com slash coaching. Thank you so much. And I'll see you in the next one. Peace out guys.